Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. So, Dave. So, Lou. St. Patrick's Day is in a few days. Do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Nope, and I never have, and I never will. <laughs> no offense to any, no offense to anybody. Um, I guess for the, for the saint, for the saint that we're celebrating for, you know, prayer hands. <laughs> There you go. Uh, apparently, you don't have to be Irish to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That's what they say. They say uh, everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. No, I'm just messing around. I no, I just, I just, it's just, I don't partake. No, uh, what is it? A corned beef and cabbage or whatever? Isn't that like um, something people eat? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, you know, my grandma used to make it all the time, and she's my grandma's a hell of a cook, and um, she used to kill it. But uh, I mean, I haven't had it. I have not had corned beef and cabbage in years. Did she make it specifically for St. Yeah, she Day? Al- she always would. Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah. all right. So you, so, so you kinda, so I guess you technically did I guess technically I did when I was a kid. You did you did celebrate a little then when you were a kid, like you said. But nowadays, no celebration. I don't even go to bars on St. Patty's Day because they're all extremely crowded and not fun to be in. The only cool thing I will say they do is they occasionally turn beer green just for that day <laughs> they do it with bagels too yes they do it with bagels too so that's that's kind of a, a fun little gimmick when mm-hmm. it comes to uh the holiday sure there's one thing i do uh do and that's watch at least one of the leprechaun movies <laughs> oh so that's a thing you actually do that <laughs> I like to watch the Leprechaun movies, and all right, that's fair. I fucking love the Leprechaun movies. And on our in our last episode, uh, our friend Tina, she submitted a question asking us what was our favorite Leprechaun movie, and I think we both agreed that Part Three is our favorite. <laughs> yes. So I do want to add something. So yes, Leprechaun Three is my favorite in the Leprechaun series, but. Leprechaun in the Hood, I like just as much. And another but, I consider Leprechaun in the Hood its own sub-movie of the Leprechaun series. So we have the Leprechaun movies, but then there's the Leprechaun in the Hood movies, because there's a sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood. Leprechaun in the Hood is fucking amazing. It is. It's crazy how a sequel got a sequel, (laughs) like within the, the franchise, it's only Leprechaun. Only the Leprechaun movies can do that. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this before. And I'm going to say it again if I have. When Leprechaun in the Hood came out, I was in 11th grade. We all signed up for this chorus trip to Virginia Beach. And we all watched Leprechaun in the Hood before we went on this trip. And that was the running gag throughout this entire trip was leprechaun <laughs> in the hood it brings back so many good leprechaun. memories and just being so fucking stupid and repeating the dumb lines in that movie <laughs> dude long live leprechaun in the hood dude i think all the leprechaun movies have dumb lines oh, yeah, they they're just made up of yeah. dumb shit and today on the podcast we're gonna be talking about leprechaun 3 so let's get into it oh yeah Whoop, whoop. Las Vegas, a gambler's dream and a dreamer's paradise. They're all about to meet their worst nightmare. 
Look out, Vegas. I'm taking over. Now, the leprechaun's back in the city that never sleeps. <laughs> and he will never rest until he reclaims his pot of gold. Belongs to me, this gold I smell. Weather's got it's going to hell. I want me shilling. Hello? <laughs> if we destroy the gold, we get rid of the leprechaun once and for all. Leprechaun 3. The third time's the charm. So Leprechaun 3 was released direct to video on June 27th, 1995. Did you know that, Dave? That it's a direct to video sequel? I honestly did not know that. I vividly remember seeing the poster in the video stores when it came out. I legit thought this had a theater run. No, I think the only the first two had theater runs. And after that, they were all direct to direct to video and DVD. Um, and it was directed by Brian Tren. How do you pronounce this? Trenchard, Trenchard Smith? Smith. Yeah. He, he's done a lot of movies. He's got a pretty big catalog of films. Um, movies that come to mind, BMX bandits, That's a great dead movie. end driving. That's great. <laughs> and night, of, night of the demons too. And I just want to make a note. There are scenes in, um, Leprechaun three that have actors and actresses from night of the demons too in it. So these are very minute scenes, so this is not a spoiler alert of any kind. But there's a priest in the in the casino. Yes. <laughs> That's the same guy that plays the priest in Night of the Demons 2. And the two girls that are with the priest, they are also in Night of the Demons 2. Which I loved. I was like, oh shit. Wow, I didn't even know that. He's recycling actors. <laughs> yeah, I, love I didn't that. even I didn't even catch that. Yeah. No wonder they put so much emphasis on that priest. Like I would like I hadn't watched this in a while, and I thought like maybe like the leprechaun would come back later and get him or something. Right. But no, it was interesting how a... they really focused on him and those two girls in that scene. And with you telling me that little fun fact, it makes sense. Yeah, it's like it's like a featured extra for like you know that was a good like thirty second scene. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh wait, this makes all like it makes so much sense now. Like it's the dude that directed Night of the Demons. It came, I think, Night of the Demons two came out. I'd have to look it up, but it came out around that time, and yeah. it makes sense he would use both actors and actresses from that movie just to throw them in a scene for this. Night of the Demons two is another movie I have to revisit. I I, I haven't seen that one in years. And you know, it makes it that makes a great double feature these two movies because they are very similar in tone. They are very similar in. The way that, well, obviously, because it's the same director, but they're just, like, you watch those movies, it makes sense. You're like, oh, like, these really do live in the same, like, they're in the same universe. Yeah, yeah, that's, again, something I definitely have to revisit. Now now that you told me that, I'm like, shit, I gotta watch mm-hmm. Night of the Demons too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as usual, we're gonna break down what happens in the film. Spoiler warning from a movie that came out in 1995. If that's something you want to avoid, if you if you haven't seen this movie yet, get it off your butts and watch it because it's fucking fun as hell. It's a fun movie, and you're about to find out why. Yes, you are. So the movie opens up transitioning through different areas in Vegas. You see like some iconic things, I guess, that are in in Vegas itself on the Strip. Dave, have you ever been to Vegas? I have not. I have, and it and it looks exactly the way it does in this movie. <laughs> it's I bet. Very bright, very colorful, and just people everywhere gambling. 
you know, I, I got to say, this movie, in my opinion, is an amazing representation of the 1990s. Like, it, it's, it really is. It is. I agree. I agree. The style and, and even the way they treat Vegas in the movie seems very 1990s. Because For sure. If, if, I, if I remember correctly, I think they shot a lot of the, the exterior stuff. In like old Vegas, I think it's called. Right. Like, I forget. I think it's called old Vegas or classic Vegas or whatever. And you you can kind of tell. You can tell that a lot of the exterior shots in this movie they shot that stuff in Vegas, and I guarantee everything else in the casino was probably a studio. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, not someplace else. <laughs> they probably only had like like a like uh, Jason takes Manhattan. They probably only had like a day or two in Vegas and just got all those exterior shots with like Warwick Davis. Dressed up as the leprechaun, running around in character. I guarantee it. You know, I have a funny story that I have to say. So, speaking of Warwick Davis. So, back in the early 2000s. This is like 2002, 2003. Um, I, I used to be in like a hardcore band. And we had a silly name called The Fellowship. And Long Island Hardcore is a huge, is a huge thing. Like, it's been a huge... Like, very knit, close-knit family since, like, the fucking early 90s. And we used to play shows. And this band, I don't know, I don't know if they're still a band anymore, but they got pretty damn big. Straight from the path. And we used to play shows with them all the time. And I remember they had, they, they were, like, kind of silly. So, like, they wrote a letter to Warwick Davis... And Warwick Davis wrote them back, and they used to read the letter of what he wrote before they played. That's amazing. <laughs> Look, it's, it's hilarious. That's so random. Well, I had to say it. I was like, you just reminded me. I was like, I got to say this. They must have been uh, a, a big uh, Leprechaun and Willow fans. I guess. If you're writing a letter to Warwick Davis, I guess, you know, that's a big it's, deal. Hilarious. <laughs> That's a big deal if you got a response yeah, back from absolutely. him. Absolutely. <laughs> he loves his fans. That's my dude, man. I'd, I'd meet him. My I guy. honestly would pay just to, yeah. take, to take a picture with him. It'd be fucking... He, I don't think he's done any cons like we've gone to. I don't think I've I ever seen know. any horror cons. As far as I, as far as I remember. I don't, yeah. Um, I, I don't remember seeing him. I don't think so. Yeah. So, we cut to this pawn shop. Where a disheveled crazy man Yo, who looks so like good. he's seen some shit <laughs> desperately wants to sell the statue of the leprechaun for gas money. He needs gas. <laughs> yes, he really needs gas. So he's 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 just a crazy man because of in, gas. In my notes, I have the fucking... This is exactly what it says. The fucking character that trades in the leprechaun with the okay hand signal yeah. three times. That character designed... <laughs> got an eye patch he's wearing a duster jacket he comes dragging this fucking <laughs> statue of the leprechaun he's in. got it's great. a missing hand a leg he's also missing a leg he's missing an eye he has like a million scars on his face yeah, it's... he's all he's all kinds of fucked up <laughs> so the pawn owner his name is gupta he's interested in this statue of the leprechaun but the crazy disheveled man warns him not to remove this medallion that's around the statue's neck. Gupta agrees to 20 bucks, gives it to the crazy man, and the crazy man's out of there. Now, obviously, this is a leprechaun movie, so the pawn shop owner removes the necklace, 
bringing the leprechaun back to life. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> and just like every leprechaun movie, there's also a pot of gold that comes along with mm-hmm. the leprechaun. <laughs> it's kind of a formula of it all is. these movies that the leprechaun wants his gold. He has his gold, loses it, and needs it back. I yep. believe in the original film, it's his entire pot of gold. But in this movie, yep. it's a single coin. Shilling. Or a shilling, as he calls it, because he's an authentic yep. Irish leprechaun. <laughs> so the leprechaun attacks the pawn shop owner after he starts the messing with him. the... Yes. He beats the shit out of him. <laughs> after he, like... Kind of messes with the pot. I think he just touches it. He doesn't even really do much to it. And the leprechaun freaks out and bites off his ear and has this line. He bites the ear, falls to the ground, and says, mm, I like Indian food. So spicy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because Gupta, the pawn shop owner, just so happens to be Indian. It's a very uh, dated joke, I think. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think you'd see that in 2021. <laughs> yeah, that that so. <laughs> joke ain't flying around this time. So after hitting the pawn shop owner on the foot, he compliments his leather shoes because once again, another trope with the uh, Leprechaun movies. He loves leather shoes and shining them. So he compliments the dude and he 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 removes the shoe to look at it or something. It's weird. The shoe comes off, and the Leprechaun now bites his big toe yep. after beating the, the beating the shit out of him just... continuously with the shillelagh. This character takes a beating for like the first 20 minutes of the movie. Listen, It's just him getting his ass kicked. Yo, it's such a prolonged thing to kill this guy <laughs> in this movie. Like Honestly, dude, he lived a, way longer it's than a legit, I thought. <laughs> it's legit a half hour. It's a half hour of him yeah. getting the piss beat out of him and chewed on and spit on and fucking just mangled from the leprechaun. And it's like, okay, maybe he's going to survive. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I know. They kind of give him this like arc. He gets like a gun and yeah. shit at one point. <laughs> Eventually, the pawn owner raises the uh, the ne- the medallion, the necklace that was on the statue from earlier, and the leprechaun. You know, this is like his kryptonite. He he freaks out and backs off, and the pawn shop owner he gets a wind of this, and he's like, "Oh, I can use this as like yep. a weapon to defend myself against the leprechaun." So the leprechaun grabs his pot of gold and leaves, but drops a single coin. In the process, it's his own this damn basically, fault. this single <laughs> moment, this single coin, once again, is the reason why this entire movie exists. It is, and the, is the it is the MacGuffin of the entire movie. It's the driving force of the whole movie, and it's all the Leprechaun's fucking fault. So, since this is a horror film, we have our villain, and we need some protagonist, and we meet Tammy and Scott. Scott is on his way to college, to L.A. I don't remember where he's from, but I just know he's driving to L.A. And he decides he wants to stop in Vegas since he's never been. And along the way, he comes across Tammy, who's hitchhiking because her car breaks down. And he gives her a ride to a casino she works at called the Lucky Shamrock. And she's a magician's assistant. By the way, Scott 
looks like a friend of mine. His name is Isaac. And Isaac, I sent a screenshot of Scott to Isaac, and I said, hey, if I didn't know any better, I would have thought you were in Leprechaun 3. And he goes, does that look like me? I said, yes. He so, he showed the picture to his wife, and she said, eh. And I said, well, it wasn't a full no. And I, he goes, will you mention this? I said, I can mention this if you'd like me to. And he goes, you don't have to if you have enough if, if you have enough uh, to talk about to fill an entire podcast about Leprechaun 3, you don't have to mention it. I said, no, we have plenty of, uh, plenty of uh, material to cover this, but I am going to mention it. So my friend Isaac looks like Scott. By the way, Scott is smitten by Tammy, and I don't blame him. She's a she's a beautiful '90s woman. She's a babe. She's definitely a babe. For sure. <laughs> There's also this really funny scene where Scott's like investigating her uh, her engine, and he has this line where he goes, "Have you ever blown a rod oh, before?" So dumb. <laughs> and she looks at him like, excuse, like "Excuse me." Excuse me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's so silly. It's the dumbest line. Listen, I'm not going to... Immaturity at its finest. I'm not going to front, dude. The acting between the two of them is horrible. It's, it's so it's, bad. It's silly. It's so bad. I can't tell if it's intentional or or they were really like acting their heart outs and this is the best they could do. So at this point in the movie, we're cutting back and forth between Tammy and Scott in the car and the pawn shop owner. And... We cut to the pawn shop's basement where we see this shot of the leprechaun sitting there and he's holding his pot of gold, counting them, super excited. And he reaches 49 and realizes he's one short and he is pissed off. Yep. <laughs> like he is so it's, angry at this. It, it's, the, it's the end all be all for him. It's just like, okay, where's my fucking shilling? And I love how Gupta is upstairs. Like he, like the leprechaun doesn't leave yeah, the just, pawn shop. He's, <laughs> he hangs out there. He goes right. down into the basement. I was like, All right. you would think he would just leave, but no. He like he pulls out the medallion, scares away the leprechaun. The leprechauns, you know what I'm gonna do? Go downstairs, <laughs> even though this guy has this fucking medallion because he can, ain't like, finished. Hurt me. His work's not finished. <laughs> he's not done. He just wanted he just wanted a place to sit and count his his fucking his uh yeah. his shillings and that's it. <laughs> so so Gupta the pawn shop owner pulls out these CD ROMs <laughs> and Dude. and puts one on into his computer and it's a legends and folklore. It's amazing. Like, encyclopedia type thing <laughs> where you learn about like leprechaun history and <laughs> And I think this is like where he learns that if you make a wish, like it's granted. And and anytime there's a leprechaun, there's obviously a pot of gold, mm-hmm. so he knows there's more gold than a single coin. Um, also, this entire CD-ROM Legends of Folklore is like full of like Irish stereotypes. Yeah. Like, one hundred percent. I was like, God damn! All right, the those PC CD-ROM animations are. Amazing, because I remember when I got my first PC, when I was like fucking 11 or 12 years old or something, and like, I had some stupid like encyclopedia CD-ROM that had this video, and I was like, oh man, look at that video, this is crazy. (laughs) Imagine that, like just imagine that. Dude, I remember playing Oregon Trails, which had like the shittiest graphics, remember that fucking game? Of course I do. (laughs) Uh, it's a fucking great game it's still great it's funny i was talking to my sister about it recently i was like yo remember oregon trails and <laughs> like yeah it's great 
Yeah. It was a fun game. Dude, we used to play the <laughs> Oregon Trail like we played it in elementary school. It was like a role playing game where we would we would choose like so you would have like a fan like you'd have like a family and you'd have to choose like what you want to take with you. And like it was like this like strategic game and like if you use <laughs> too much wheat then like it would affect like like say for instance you ate too much wheat for like two days straight then that means like you could possibly starve and if you starved then your family died and you were and then you lost the or you lost the oregon trail it's it's so <laughs> bizarre but so fucking cool at the same time some dark shit that like kids were playing imagine right playing that as an elementary schooler i mean like it's so wild it is. It's kind. Of, it's kind of crazy how p- kids are playing like these super violent games. But even back in the day, there was shit like Oregon Trails, where like people were like dying, yeah. <laughs> like in the game, yeah, of, like disease of and stuff like that. Yeah. Remember that? It was like you died of dysentery. Yeah, <laughs> it would, like pop up on the screen. I think, <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, the pawn shop owner now has some heat. He's packing some heat. He's got a gun. And he decides that he's going to confront the leprechaun and kind of try to cut a deal like with him and like mm-hmm. work something out with him. <laughs> so just real quick, when he goes to find the leprechaun, there's like a base that comes in for like the sound, like the score. It I, I, I could have sworn the talking heads were about to come on. It sounds just like the fucking baseline. <laughs> I was just I like, remember that <laughs> I had to throw it in there. So he also finds the uh, the gold coin in the process, and he, I believe, he places it by the computer. Like he just kind of takes it. He's like, "Oh, I've got the coin." Blah blah blah. Puts it to the side. So the leprechaun has no clue where this coin is. Gupta, pawn shop owner, once again is he gets the shit beat out of him. He gets shot with an a magic arrow from a from a cupid statue. And the leprechaun makes his gun explode by sticking his finger into it. And it just blows up in, in Gupta's hands. Yep. And he's just like, he's all fucked up. Eventually, he uses like the medallion as leverage. Because I think he pulls it back out. And he's like, ah, here you go. Stay away from me. And this is where the, the, the deal is, is trying to make with the leprechaun. He tells the leprechaun, I want half of your gold. And the leprechaun agrees. But it's obviously a trick. And he kills Gupta by beating him once again with shit, with like a with the, with a shillelagh. He has a shillelagh, his like pipe thing. <laughs> I love that. And you he know uses the name. a <laughs> it's a shillelagh. That's what it is. And he uses a phone cord to strangle him. <laughs> but he realizes that he made a mistake. He killed the pawn shop owner Gupta, but he's the only person that knew where the last gold coin mm-hmm. was. So he's like, "Fuck." What am I going to do now? I've got to find it. Ah, lovely golden palaces, completely full of riches. I'll rip them off and rub them blind, those dirty sons of bitches. We cut back to Scott and Tammy, who have a bunch of exposition about nonsense. Scott begs Tammy to let him into the casino. She agrees. You constantly go back and forth between what's going on at the pawn shop and Scott and Tammy. Yeah. So, like, it's a lot of back and forth. Even the way I'm explaining it, it's kind of like I'm just what? explaining what happens to Gupta and then what happens to Scott and, Ta- well, that's and what Tammy. I'm saying. This is legit a half hour into the film where Gupta is still, 
you know, at this point, he just has been killed by the leprechaun. <laughs> That's why I say the most prolonged death in a movie for somebody. For, like, again, for such a, like, shitty character, he's not even interesting, like, when you're watching him. It's like a stereotypical Indian guy who owns a pawn shop, and you're fi- Like, you almost thought he'd be more important to the story like 45 right. minutes later but he's not he survives like you're like oh okay and his no, honestly no. his death scene's lame he gets killed by a fucking phone cord <laughs> yeah so once inside the casino you know scott's walking around he can't believe he's in a casino he's so amazing keep in mind i i think scott's supposed to be like 18 19 yeah and tammy's maybe like a year or two older than him not, they are definitely not 18 19 years old but go ahead they're, yeah <laughs> they yeah they look like they're in their mid to late 20s yeah. both of them but inside the casino we're introduced to a bunch of tammy's colleagues so there's the head magician fazio who is like a shitty magician that's kind of his the fucking best that's kind of his character he's like this garbage magician we meet Mitch, who's like the sleazy cas- casino manager who really wants to bang Tammy. Yo, I legit have in my notes, Mitch is an amazing sleazebag. Because <laughs> he is. <laughs> then there's Loretta, who's a middle-aged employee who rips off gamblers and like, really wants plastic surgery and to look young. And that's played by Caroline Williams, who we all know as Stretch. From Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And is and is a very underrated actress because she is an awesome character actress. All these all these characters, like as a collective in this film, are are work so well together. Honestly, they're all like really good actors. Like yeah. they're hamming it up, obviously. But it's funny when you like watch Scott and Tammy act, you you can notice how like bad they are as actors around these other people <laughs> or like you know or new new actor because i i don't think they've been in much i i have to look up their their you know filmography or whatever the term is but i i, I don't think i've ever seen them in much after this or, or besides this i uh imdb the actress that played tammy i think she was in like one other movie after this and that was it <laughs> so yeah I, I guess maybe she quit she was like leprechaun 3 my claim to fame i've done it that's it i've, I've made it i guess i don't know i don't know who, who knows if that's her only movie then what you know so be it uh there's also this like weird subplot uh about mitch owing these mobster guys money but honestly it takes such a backseat to it, everything else that it's forgettable it literally and, serves no purpose yeah i, I didn't movie. understand even adding that into the script it was it was like him being a sleaze bag was enough you didn't need to have him owe money and you don't even find out why he owes money it's just like where's our money like we get he's like corrupt and like a shitty human but they never explain why it just comes and goes i mean i'll say this though the two goons are great yeah no they are they're funny as hell but like they're pointless they're just two other people yeah, they, they serve for the leprechaun to, the to kill. Yeah, it's it's it makes no it, it's it's not that it doesn't make any sense. It's just it didn't need again. Didn't it need serves to no be purpose. in the movie. It was pointless. I guess they were just like characters to add to the body count because it it the, the issues never even resolved. You don't really find you don't get any more any information about it. 
So Scott decides to use his tuition money to gamble and loses it all because Loretta cons him. Now, this seems funny because you see him pull out this like giant envelope and there's like writing on it from like his parents. They're like, use this for for like room and board. And I believe it's like housing dollars Yeah, housing and tuition. $23,000. $23,000. There you go. And he's like, you see him look at it. And then he looks at the gambling like tables and he's like, oh man, like you got to be an idiot. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? The check <laughs> is signed by the director. So it says like when it says Brian Trenchard Smith. I didn't even notice that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also love how Scott is like shocked. Like when he loses all of his money at the gambling table, like he has a line where he goes, how could this happen to me? Like, like, dude, like no one forced you to gamble the money, but he's like shocked. But Loretta is conning them because she has one of those like buttons at the bottom that I guess there's a magnet. So it like like controls where it like lands. So she did dick him out of the money, which was fucked up. Loretta convinces Scott to pawn his grandfather's watch in order to make more money. So he heads over to the pawn shop, discovering Gupta dead and the gold coin. I think he calls the cops and he's like, there's a dead guy here. And they're like, we'll be there in a few minutes. (laughs) He is not phased at all by this dead guy. He's just like, oh, and then he sees the computer animation of the of the of the leprechauns he's just like okay that's when he finds the coin and i think like that cd ron leprechaun folklore thing triggers him to make the wish wish which is that he's back at the casino on a winning streak so it ends up working out in his favor and it's funny too because the leprechaun i think tries to hit him with a bat like he's trying to sneak up on him. he has an axe and i actually have that in my notes too how it's actually really tough looking the leprechaun lurking around with that axe i was like yo that's fucking that's pretty brutal looking (laughs) and he takes a whack as scott like vanishes disappears and ends up back at the casino he's all leprechaun at this point is he's fucking even more stressed out (laughs) yo he's livid so Scott, now winning all the money with the power of this gold coin, is offered a room by Mitch because he should have never been winning that money in the first place. Obviously, they're ripping people off at this at this right. lucky Shamrock Casino. <laughs> and wait, and speaking of this casino, I just want to say this is definitely not a real casino. They definitely took like a restaurant or like a VFW hall and turned it into a casino. One hundred percent. Again, it's. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the exterior was probably shot in vegas and they just had that like outside shot the interiors were like i think i read it was either atlanta or something they had like two units they had a vegas unit for all the exterior and then they had like another unit i guess for a studio in atlanta it makes sense so it makes sense yeah exactly so mitch tells loretta he better get that money back or else kind of showing how much of a piece of shit he is And we also get a bunch of different shots of the leprechaun walking through Vegas, which are all perfect. Dude, I wish I could have been on the set of this movie just to take, just to get candid shots of leprechaun in fucking Las Vegas. Because just the whole, the whole thought of it is so dumb and and amazing. 
<laughs> you literally just see him like enjoying himself, like just, He's walking, just walking around. around. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Co- commenting on stuff. I think at one point he notices like a casino that's called the Gold- Golden Nugget, and he's like, yeah. "Man, I wish I had one of those." Yeah. <laughs> like, and ke- and remember, if you if you've watched these Leprechaun movies, he talks in rhyme, so it Always. makes it even more absurd. <laughs> yep. The le- the leprechaun eventually interacts with an Elvis impersonator, which I don't want to get into because I know it's one of your favorite moments in the movie. <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit more about that scene sure. later. Uh, and then there's also this like really bad, badly acted scene between Scott and Tammy about him wanting to be with her and share all of the money he's been winning because he's on this winning streak. It's dumb, but whatever. Character development. They they had to do something between They're the two of them. They're just automatically buds, love interests, whatever you want to label them as. Like it's just so funny how quickly they are just slapped together as you know a unit. It's weird too because he doesn't really know this girl at all. They have like a brief conversation just, in the car, yeah, and it's strictly because he thinks she's hot. Like he's just like. This girl's hot. Like, that's basic. If you think about it, that's why he's, he's like, smitten and wants to be with her. Like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, I want to be with you. I don't want you to be here with this shitty magician working for this garbage, fake David Copperfield-looking fucking guy. (laughs) Yo, don't dis Fazio. (laughs) And speaking of Fazio, (laughs) there's this scene between Fazio and the leprechaun where he makes Fazio hold what I think is leprechaun shit. Oh, shit! <laughs> a little token of my esteem. It is exactly what it seems. Made fresh daily at exactly nine o'clock. It comes from my chalady. You can keep it in a crock. <laughs> he has, like, a little, like, limerick. He's like, made fresh daily at 9, 9 a.m. It's just, like, <laughs> the stupidest thing. Yo, dude, talking about this movie with a straight face is fucking impossible. No, you can't. <laughs> Oh, man. So at this point, Tammy and Scott go their separate ways. They're just, they, they, they separate because they kind of have their own little stories going on until they meet up at the end, which we'll right, get to. Right, they have their own agendas. So Loretta and Fazio come up with this idea to rob Scott. So Fazio sneaks into the room that Scott is staying in. And he kind of looks around, and I don't think he finds his money, but he steals the gold coin in the process because I think Scott like left it on top of a table or something. After uh, Scott finds Fazio lurking around his room, he scares Fazio off. Fazio, yeah, I love it. <laughs> he like does like this Batman like vanishing smoke thing, but like he, he throws, fucks like, a it little up. Smoke bomb. He fucks it up or something, or hurts himself, and then runs away. Dude, he does it with such sass. Like he throws it like so, like like stylistically, and then he just runs away. But he's like shaking his hand, like ah shit. <laughs> It, the, he like the burns whole, himself. That whole scene is hysterical. Scott, Scott's hotel room is vaporwave to the fucking max. The way it looks, <laughs> dude. And when Fazio runs out and the leprechaun comes in, 
I took a shot of it because the whole lighting, the whole like the the smoke that comes in is fucking amazing, dude. I can't help but laugh at that scene where he burns his hand trying to escape. The funny thing is, why? Like, I love how he uses magic to try to escape. He's Yo, like, I mean, I'm why would he down. though? I know it's just funny. And then the fact that he's a shitty magician just makes it better. Like he's like no one takes him serious as a magician. He's just a garbage, garbage magician. So after this scene, Scott is confronted by the leprechaun. He's bit by the leprechaun in their little scuffle. And Scott stabs the leprechaun in the middle of the forehead. And the blood, the green blood of the leprechaun falls into Scott's wound. And Scott takes the leprechaun in pain and throws him out of the window. (laughs) (laughs) It's the dumbest visual Uh... in the world, dude. Like the dummy that they use. Like I love when old movies use like dummies to like just toss it. Like just just to like mimic someone being thrown out like of a window and like the lifeless doll like body of of it falling is just hysterical looking. (laughs) And I think the leprechaun falls and he pulls out the uh, the knife from his head and he has some like one liner that he has some rhyming one liner. Always. I also like how Scott tries to call the front desk of the hotel to complain about the leprechaun trying to kill him. Like he calls <laughs> and he's like, "There's a leprechaun. He's he's four feet tall and green. Yeah, like he just trying he to tried kill me. To kill like, me. <laughs> it's so it's so dumb. So at this point, this is where Scott starts to slowly turn into a leprechaun himself. Because of the whole exchange of blood into his wound. It's foreshadowed earlier when the pawn shop owner is um, watching the CD-ROM. Because I think at one point the CD-ROM voiceover says that leprechauns don't like being around each other. So now Scott's turning into one. So you're like, oh, that makes sense. His face like starts to slowly get all hairy and weird. He He starts to develop an Irish accent. He starts rhyming. And he starts craving potatoes, like <laughs> leprechauns do. Stereotypes. <laughs> it's a super duper stereotype. Even I was like, God damn, all right. All right. <laughs> I guess Irish people like potatoes. Right, 1995. Isn't that a stereotype? Isn't is I guess. I, I guess so. Speaking of potatoes, there's also this really funny scene where Scott orders a bunch of like potato products off of the menu. And like he starts talking to the waitress and like rhyming. And she thinks they're like Metallica or White Zombie lyrics. She's like, oh, White Zombie. I know that one. I bought the CD the other day. And I just... I just got a kick out of that. It was great. That's good. That's great. I have it in my notes. So so to move things along, uh, Mitch, Loretta, and Fazio all get their hands on the coin individually and are killed in grisly ways. That's... It it passes between each of them. uh, And... That's basically how they're they're the body count of the movie. These, right. these these really shitty people who honestly deserve it. I love that about this movie because each one of them deserve to be fucking murdered. There's no innocent bystander in this movie. No, yeah, they're pretty shitty. So the first to go is Mitch, and he wishes he can have sex with Tammy, and she gets like magically possessed at this point and really wants him, and they go up to his room. And she starts to do like this sexy striptease type of thing. But Loretta, who wants the coin because I I forget how he ended up with the coin. I think he took the coin as collateral from Loretta because she couldn't get her hands on the money that Scott had. And 
she steals the coin. So as Tammy's performing this strip tease, she snaps out of it, freaks out, and leaves the room. The leprechaun now enters the room, and he's behind, I think he goes in through the window and hides behind the TV. And he has like this porn girl <laughs> pop up on the TV, and he's controlling the porn girl. Like he's telling her what to say and what to do, and she's like seducing Mitch. So the porn girl obviously comes out of the television <laughs> because yep. it's all magic. Naturally. Naturally. And she jumps on top of Mitch. She opens up her bra. She's topless. She's making out with Mitch. She's doing all the things Mitch wants to do. And there's a scene I'm not going to go into too much detail because it's one of my favorite moments, and we'll talk about it later, where sure. the leprechaun's on the TV doing mm-hmm. different things. So the porn girl turns into a robot very for odd some reason. robot. Yeah, very, it looks like a sex doll robot, like a skinless yeah, fucking sex weird doll robot type with like huge boobs. It's fucking odd. It looks like something out of our like a Nine Inch Nails music video. And, and, and it's yeah, it does. It's got like wires and shit hanging all over it. it. It there's definitely somebody was like had their own vision for this weird robot, which is which is it's it's interesting. It's it's super strange. Yeah. And at this point, those mob guys I talked about earlier show up looking for Mitch because again they owed him money, and the leprechaun kills them. I think he like rips one of the guy's eyeballs out and then beats the other guy with the shillelagh and that's it they're done like mitch's entire like subplot is wrapped up real quick in this death scene and they don't even get grisly deaths they just get beat up yeah it was it's such a waste honestly but again they i guess they wanted the leprechaun to interact with more people so that's why Probably. they exist there is one really funny line where one of the like the like goons is like Tell me what was Judy Garland like yeah. or something like right before he dies, like insinuating, you know, little person Munchkin, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's Mitch's it's room funny. is ridiculous, by the yeah, way. It's like a sex fucking den. There's like porn tapes everywhere. It's got like it's got like neon like neon lights of like like nude women like his his bed is circular and it says M like on the like the backboard of the of the bed it's just it's just a super sleazy room the best part of it is that that's supposed to be his office apparently because like loretta at one point i think tells um fazio like oh or no he tells tammy or scott like oh um no he tells scott she tells scott that tammy's in his office so that was mitch's office <laughs> the the sex den office i guess Makes that's sense. he he's he's obviously a uh, sexual harasser i guess and that's how he's playing it up so it makes sense that's what his office looks like so next up loretta with the coin makes a wish that she wants to be younger and hotter i think the words are she wants to be 20 years younger now i don't want to get too into loretta and her death scene because that was also another favorite moment of mine and we'll get to that later but she's killed and i'll say this right now she explodes there you go. Boom. We'll go into greater detail later. <laughs> Scott and Tammy make their way back to the pawn store. And they conveniently watch the Leprechaun video. Again, the CD-ROM video. And, ex- and it and explains to them that they need to find the Leprechaun's gold. Again, things start moving quick. Because they, de- they have to defeat the Leprechaun. Uh, Scott, like Scott, since he's turning into a Leprechaun, 
starts like smelling something. He's like, oh, what is that? And, and with his Irish as the Irish accent he's developing now, he's like, what is that? I smell something. It's it's something. So he ends up in the basement and he comes across a safe. And this is where the leprechaun hid his gold earlier. And using his magical, his newfound magical yep. power, since he's turning into a leprechaun, opens up the safe and pulls out the uh, the pot of gold. The leprechaun shows up and confronts both Tammy and Scott. They're downstairs. The gold is there. Obviously, the leprechaun's going to be upset because they're around his gold. He wants his coin. At one point, I think Tammy throws the coin or the coin ends up across the room. She throws a baseball at him. <laughs> To yep. prevent him from grabbing the coin. And she even has a line where she told, I think Scott's like, how did you learn to throw like that? And she goes, oh, I was in something Little League or some shit. She's like, <laughs> I pitch for the Vegas All-Stars. I think that's what she yeah. said. <laughs> so that's how, they, they, that's how they, they prevent the uh, leprechaun from grabbing the coin. On the way out, Tammy sees the medallion, grabs it in the process. They exit the pawn shop. Scott starts to fall extremely ill. And he starts to look grosser. Green shit's coming out of his mouth. He gets a unibrow. He's got sideburns. He's all fucked up. He's turning into the. He's turning into that a unibrow. Yeah, it's a serious unibrow. He's turning into a fucking leprechaun. They end up at a hospital, which just so happens to be full of the most, like the most greedy doctors I've ever seen. There's a fucking slot machine inside the emergency room. Dude, I I wrote that down in my notes. I said, is there really? slot machines in hospitals in las vegas like i wonder if like i would not be surprised if there's a slot machine in a hospital i've never been to a hospital in vegas <laughs> thank god we have to find um, out but i can tell you there are slot machines That's everywhere what i'm saying dude. i would not They've be got surprised a, they, got, was... they have a taco bell with slot yeah. machines in it like there are you can gamble literally everywhere there you go so that looks pretty and that I, that might be accurate so dude there's one scene well, not one scene. There's numerous scenes. So there's numerous scenes in the hospital where while Tammy's waiting, there's one hospital worker in the lobby. And I don't know if you noticed it or not. Every time she goes to this one worker that's in the lobby, she just goes one minute. Every time she does it, it's like four times. She goes <laughs> really? one minute. Every time Tammy goes up to her. I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I had no clue that was a thing. I didn't even notice. I was like, oh, there, it's doing it. She's doing it again. I also love the scene where, like, all the doctors are, like, performing tests on Scott. So, like, they test his blood and his blood is green. Then they run, like, an EKG or something. And it's it's little leprechauns. It's, like, little leprechauns. And they run some other, like, his vitals. And it's, like, little little four-leaf clovers. Like spelling out the word "fuck you." It's did, you did you catch yeah, that? It's amazing. They like open it up, and it just says "fuck you" in like, like little, like little shamrocks. I love it. Fucking, fucking hysterical, dude. <laughs> so obviously, the leprechaun shows up at the hospital, and he tricks Tammy into heading down to the morgue. So she's all sad now because she thinks Scott died. So she goes down to the morgue and discovers that he killed one of the doctors down there. The leprechaun shows up. He grabs Tammy, ties her down to like, ties her down on this like uh, stretcher, and tells her that he's gonna like chop her nose off and cut her up and threatens her yada yada yada. <laughs> Did you notice that the leprechaun has gloves on, but they're like they're ripped and they're like not even like the like I like how they actually went out of their way to like make it look like the leprechaun 
we wanted to take precaution and put gloves on to <laughs> chop Tammy's nose off. He was just being a dick. He was like, uh, I'm going to put these gloves on, but my claws are going to be fucking ripping through them. That's <laughs> funny. So Scott frees himself from the doctors using his leprechaun powers. He, like, knocks them out using syringes or something. He makes his way down to the morgue. They stop the leprechaun by using the medallion. He breaks, like, they have this little confrontation. He's like, my green brother and all this other shit because they're both leprechauns. And I think (laughs) uh, the leprechaun throws some fire at him. And he's like, oh, you're not strong. You're not as powerful as me. And Tammy breaks free. She uses the medallion to escape. Um... And they run out of there. Back at the casino, Fazio, who his wish was to be one of the best magicians in the world. He, he's got like a packed house. He looks like David Copperfield. He's got like, he's got all this stuff on stage. His stage attire is amazing. And I already wrote it down. I took a picture. I took numerous pictures of it. I am going to try to do that costume for halloween i can't wait to see that i cannot wait to see that i look forward to that (laughs) so he's doing his thing he's real happy the the crowd is clapping for him it's what he's always wanted the leprechaun shows up and kind of tricks him he uses his leprechaun power and puts him inside of a box inside of one of those like sawing in half boxes i think that's what it's called and instead of sawing him with a fake saw the leprechaun uses a chainsaw. Yep. And this is probably the grisliest death. Definitely. Of, of the movie, kind of. Um, and he cuts Fazio in half. Blood's coming out of his mouth. And he's all fucked up. He he shows the audience that he's cut in half. So you see like his little intestines popping out and stuff. Yep. Like it's just, it's absurd. They all run out. Scott and Tammy make their way into the, uh, into the showroom. And they confront the leprechaun. The pot of gold is there, and they, they, it's, it's actually, it's funny because they foreshadow this as well earlier. You see Fazio using, like, a blowtorch for, like, on one of his, like, upcoming magic tricks or something he's trying to, it's a, some it's new magic trick he's trying to create. It's like a flamethrower, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's, he, he's, he wants to use it as, like, a, a new magic trick of some kind, and he, you, they use that to burn the leprechaun's gold which also burns the leprechaun it's really it's almost like they made the rules as the movie was going along because yeah, probably. i was like all right so you guys had this medallion that obviously hurts the leprechaun but they destroy the gold in order to defeat him it's just it, it, it did come Whatever. out of left field. It Why not? <laughs> Whatever. I was just like, all right, they defeated him. And Scott, you know, he turns back to normal. And him and Tammy live happily ever after. And the film abruptly ends right I there. I love it. I love it. I love no it. No cliffhanger. <laughs> no, uh, no, uh, no, like, little burn leprechaun hand rising from the ashes. Nothing. No, nothing. And that is Leprechaun 3. I love it so much. Fine suit of clothes, lad. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Those shoes, uh, they come in blue suede. I, I really like them, man. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, man, you do that pretty good. Next time, make sure you get paid for it. Hey, man, see you on the flip side. <laughs> Vegas, Mike.
so before we go into our most favorite things about this film and our least favorite things about this film, Lou, why do you like this movie? The absurdity of it all. Sure. I could agree <laughs> it, with that. It honest <laughs> This movie feels like they had an idea. They're like, okay, it's a leprechaun movie. We're gonna stick them in Vegas. We came up with these creative kills. They just they were like, alright, we're gonna kill this character this way, this character that way. We can make them, you know, they'll make these wish- wishes and they'll backfire and just just like just kill them in grisly ways. But they needed to add some sort of hero or heroes to the movie. And that's where Scott and Tammy came in. So I just love how that part of the, of the movie is so forced. But everything else around it is gold. It's a hot mess, dude. If I'm keeping it real. The movie is a hot mess. But that's what's charming about it. <laughs> of course. For me, like for me I, it's the epitome of a late night Cinemax movie. Like, yes. A movie you watch at Saturday night on a Saturday night at 1 a.m. And I can I and I I'm I can tell you right now, although not Cinemax, I did see the first Leprechaun like when it had its HBO premiere like after it came out of theaters on a late night like a Friday Saturday night and I remember it. Like I remember like People were like, oh, Leprechaun's premiering tonight on cable television. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that that is the reason why I love this movie so much. It's silly. I mean, you don't, like, if you're going to watch this movie, you're not going to take this movie seriously. If you're going to take this no. movie seriously, then, I mean, I don't think you should be watching the movie. So, it, it's a shit ton of fun. It's one of those bad movies that's awesome. Like, right. it's not, it's, it's, it's dumb. But again, in the best way possible. Like it's, it's a lot of fun, and and even for me as a kid growing up, the Leprechaun was never scary. These movies no. were never scary. He's a fucking Leprechaun. <laughs> like he's uh. he's a wisecracking, three four foot tall Leprechaun who loves boots, shining them, and his gold. Like it's ridiculous. The con- like there's no way. To ever make this concept scary. They tried. And even in the later sequels. They tried to make the Leprechaun scary. But it's just. It doesn't work. And I think this movie. Is what a Leprechaun movie should be. And I think I read online. That Warwick Davis said. This was his favorite. Of the series. At the time at least. Like he loved the humor yeah. That was put into it. It's a comedy, dude. This isn't a fucking horror movie. It's a goddamn yeah. comedy. And listen, <laughs> Brian Trenchard Smith, I don't know if you've ever seen Dead End Driving. That's a really good movie. I have. It's a, it is a good movie. It's it's like it's marketed as a horror movie, but it's not a horror movie. And you know, the the cover of the movie is very misleading. It kind of looks like a like someone like it kind of looks like a crow, like the crow makeup yeah. a little bit. <laughs> But it's a very interesting movie that has very like, like social commentary um, aspects to the film. So this guy's not like some hack director. He's got a big, he has a big catalog of films that range from different genres. I think this movie knew exactly what it wanted to be, and it is exactly what it is. It's a silly fucking horror movie, and you know if you're gonna watch this movie, don't think it's gonna be like this. 
oh man, like this is a great heart. Like, no, it's it's a fun movie. And I I'm, I'll be very honest with you, this is probably in like my top twenty movies. I love this movie. I could watch this movie at least two or three times a year. It's Leprechaun Three. Like, if you think about that, le- it's a movie called Leprechaun Three. Like exactly. <laughs> you can't take anything about that serious. And even when you look at the poster of the movie, like with him looming over Vegas, and then you see the strip, and then you see like the little leprechaun hat in the road, like they tried to make this look like a creepy, scary movie, but that's not what it is at all. It's not dark. There's not a single eerie, spooky scene like in it. And everything is bright. It's Vegas, so yeah. lights everywhere. You, exactly. like I said, you you literally see the leprechaun walking down the strip, like enjoying Vegas. <laughs> the whole concept of that is amazing. It's ridiculous. And at this point, the leprechaun movies get even more ridiculous after yeah. this one. It's like we put him in Vegas, then they put him in space, they then they send him to then they send right him, to, they the send him to the hood. <laughs> All right, you're going here now. <laughs> that was where that was where they left Leprechaun last. They left him in the hood. Then, like I said, they tried to make him scary again, and that did not work. Those yeah, those I newer never, Leprechaun movies no, I've never are fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah. Like the right. really like the new ones are so 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 dumb. This is not a concept. Yeah, you try to make dead serious, like it's just not going to work. So, Dave, uh, let, let's talk about some of our favorite moments. What's your what's your first favorite moment about this movie? I I love I love the scene where he meets up with Elvis when when Elvis comes out of the limo. A I love those old school limos. I I fucking love them so much, and it's just such a like it's just so stupid. And I think that's why I like it so much. It's just so dumb because he's like like shooting he's like shooting the shit with Elvis for like twenty seconds. He's like, oh, you're pretty good at that. <laughs> and like they do like a little jig. Like again. As a photographer, I would love to take I would love to take that photo of fucking Warwick Davis and Elvis. Like it wouldn't get better than that. It's funny too because you could tell they like they 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 that was probably shot in Vegas, it looked like it. And like they set up the camera, Leprechaun is just walking by. Elvis comes out of a limo, the Elvis impersonator comes out of a limo. He's talking to him, doing the whole Elvis thing. Leprechaun talks back to him in the Elvis voice, impersonating him himself. And then the Elvis impersonator compliments his like boots. That's what I he's, say. Like, he's like, he's on. A, he's like, those are some, those are some nice boots, man, or something like that. He's like, thank you, it's thank great. you very much. It's so dumb. It's great. It's so dumb. I wish <laughs> I could get like, like if I could find like whoever was like the like the DP or something that or or somebody that was on set to get because there's got to be pictures of that like you know what i'm saying like behind the scene pictures of that (laughs) from the set i would love to get my hands on one of those just i guarantee that one scene someone was like we got to get the leprechaun with an elvis impersonator and that's that's where they started writing the script probably because of that one segment that one segment was the seed to the rest of the script (laughs) yeah so that's 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 one of my favorite parts of this film. What about you? My favorite thing from the movie is the fact that the leprechaun throughout the movie kind of has a wardrobe change at times, but like still keeps it like it's like his leprechaun gear with the addition of the right. other things he's trying to be. So like 
during Mitch's death, the leprechaun appears on the TV. So in the first, like, there's like little uh, commercials for like different things. So the first one is he's a, like a lawyer, like an accident lawyer. He's, he's just wearing glasses. like little like glasses on. Yeah. He's like sitting in like a library telling people to like call this number if they need help. And he doesn't have an accent. No, he completely gets rid of the, the Irish accent. Yeah. <laughs> and then like he pops up as like a fortune teller. And he's like decked out as a fortune teller, holding like a, a, a like a crystal ball, and he's like, he's got a Ouija "Call me board. if you want to know your fortune." Yeah, he's got a Ouija. Hold like, a Ouija board. And he's just changing his accents. And then later on, when they're at the hospital, he's like, I guess he's trying to fit in and blend in. He's dressed up as a doctor with like, he's got like one of like the hair nets over his like hat. He's wearing like a smock thing, like, and he just walks in holding a, like a um, a clipboard, and like he's it. so proud of himself because he was able to dupe the rest of the doctors and just stroll right into this hospital. <laughs> and then at the end, at the end, he's wearing like a cape, like when he is, when he's gonna kill Fazio and chop him in half with a chainsaw. He's wearing like a cape, and on his hat. There's, like, all these little, like, charms and glitter and shit. So I just love how this leprechaun, like, using his magic can just adapt and blend into any any place he wants to be. And no one, no one's ever really freaked out that he's a scary leprechaun. Like, most people are just, like, uh, they think he's, like, an act or something. Like, they think he's, like, someone that's involved. And it makes sense because the name of the casino is the, the what is it, the, the Shamrock, the Lucky Shamrock, I think, or something like that. So... It makes sense, you know. Yeah, that's 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 just something that I got a kick out of, just how he transforms. That shit's really funny. I love it. So, so what's your next uh, favorite thing, Dave? Fazio, yo, <laughs> just his character, like like magicians, like like these grand, like like ultra stylized characters, like you know, especially like a magician, and like I don't know what it is, like like it's always a subject I would love to get to photograph. So, like, to see this guy, Fazio, and, like, him be kind of, like, a hack fucking magician in Vegas, then, like, he he has this whole, like, this whole get-up with the flamethrower, and he does, like, these really, like, feeble tricks, like, throwing the smoke bombs, <laughs> and, you know, he's doing his little dances across the stage when he's doing his show in, earlier in the movie. Just the, the whole concept of Fazio, I, I love. I I really did like his character. He does and, he does um, stand out from like honestly all the characters are and my next picks a character as well. All all the characters are just like so over the top, dude, and he's yeah. like super over the top. And like like I I I also want to look up. I'm gonna have to see it if I can find this too. But like there's like those cardboard cutouts of him. I hope that's floating around somewhere. Uh, of the because if I could get my hands on that, yo, I'm not even kidding. I would I would definitely pay. A little money for that. Dave wants a Fazio standee. That's what you. <laughs> yeah, man. Cut, cardboard cutout of Fazio to keep yeah. in your bedroom. <laughs> so yeah, so so I'd say Fazio is probably my second most favorite thing of, of the of the Leprechaun Three. What about you, Lou? What's your so, next one? So my second favorite thing about this movie is Loretta and her death scene. Just. Mm-hmm. The character of Loretta being like this middle aged and it's Caroline Williams. Like Caroline Williams is, is a good looking woman. Very, like, very good looking woman. They make her look. Oh, they dumb her down. Very horrible. Yeah, terrible. Like they put a terrible wig on her. 
Then they put like sagging boobs. Did you notice like, that? Like down to her wearing, waist. Like, <laughs> like it's so over exaggerated. <laughs> They're like like way down. Her like tits are coming down, down like way down. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and they even put like a like a fake ass on her. They made her look frumpy. Like they purposely made and she's in shape, but they made her look frumpy. So when she takes the coin and makes her wish, like her hair, like it's her natural hair, which at the time was short. And, like, her natural fit self. And it's funny because, like, when you see her in the other costume before the wish, you could tell. Like, it looks like a costume. It doesn't even look real at all. Yeah, you tell that's not what she looks like. And her death scene, like, no, her character being so obsessed with being young, youthful, and beautiful, and hot. Like, the fact that the leprechaun, he does his little rhyme, makes her lips grow, her boobs grow, her ass grow to the point that they explode is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. When it's real silly. And it's funny when I was watching it, I was like, what, like in the scene, her ass is like getting huge and her, her tits are getting huge and stuff. And I'm like, there are women that want to look like that now. <laughs> like yep, with like true. fake butts and stuff. And that scene where she tries to walk through the doorway she gets stuck. and doesn't fit. She gets yeah. stuck. I was like, oh man, like her hips are like out to like, like her hips are like five feet long. Like it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just that entire character. And she's so conniving and evil that like when that death scene happens, it was deserved. It was like. Oh, you don't feel bad for her. Yeah. And this is Caroline Williams who's like popped up in tons of, and she's like, the, and like, you know, Texas Chainsaw 2, she's like the final girl of that. So like she's yep. like this strong, you know, woman. And it's, 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 it's great. And I, <laughs> and I just love her character and her death scene in the movie. All right, Dave. So, so what about uh, some negatives? What's something about this movie you didn't like? Uh, so, I'm gonna make this very easy. I, I don't have any. Um, I think this movie is fine how it is. Um, like, I, I honestly have such a good time watching this movie, and like, I really can't really nitpick it. It is. It it, it doesn't take itself seriously. It knows what it is. You know, I'm not gonna nitpick something that that knows exactly what it's trying to be. Again, I thought this was in the theater, at least at least some kind of run, but uh, you know, uh, you know it, it went to direct-to-video. So I think even more so, they probably knew what they were doing, knowing that it was going direct-to-video. Yeah, from what I remember, it's a, it was a direct-to-video movie. I even remember like in, like in Blockbuster and like mom-and-pop video stores, like them promoting it before it came out. So I, I, I don't remember seeing trailers in the theater or anything. So I'm yeah. pretty sure I had the I had the tape. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent confident that it was a direct to to video movie. Um. So cons for me, and I respect your decision to have no cons, nothing negative to say about the movie. I have two, so I, I'm gonna pick two to make up for your a tough crowd over here. So m- my first con. Or the first negative thing, or the first thing I think could have been altered, is why not just call this movie? It, this is very tiny, but call it Leprechaun Three, like Leprechaun in Vegas or in Vegas, or just in like, Vegas, right? Exactly, Leprechaun yeah, 3 Leprechaun in, in Vegas. Vegas, perfect. It would have just like it would have sold the movie for what it was a little more. I feel, um, but that's just a small, small thing um, that doesn't really impact my joy of the movie i just think it makes sense like they should have just called it that leprechaun in vegas that's it (laughs) i think i think it's got a stronger uh, it's got a stronger um you know title if they if if they would have called it that so i think i could agree with you on that and my second 
Khan is the ending. The movie just ends. I love that. I, I actually was a. I, I said it to myself. I was like, I love how it just ends on like a silly like, oh, I got everything I need. Like Tammy referring to to Scott, and I was just like, okay, that's it. They're gonna go on their merry way, dude. Scott and Tammy like don't have that final kiss. There's it like their relationship. Well, I mean, it's like implied. I get that. I, I understand that it was implied. The fastest movie relationship ever. But dude, they like literally don't kiss. Like, what are they? Like, what is going on? Like, it just like it didn't feel final. It was almost like maybe the actors didn't get along and they didn't want to kiss each other because I was like, maybe. At that's least possible. end it with them like making out and then the move then fade to black. Yeah, like they didn't possible. even do that. So like I'm watching there, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm watching it. I'm like, wait, that's it? <laughs> not even a cliffhanger? Like not even a like, oh, let's let's go to LA. Let's get out of here. And you know, I don't yeah. want to be in Vegas anymore. Like a last line. Like she's been working in Vegas, so she should be like, fuck Vegas. I don't want to be here anymore. And he's supposed to go back to college. But I guess he did win $100,000. So he's like, do I really want to go to college now? I just want to be with this hot girl and, and travel. Yeah, my man, my man Scott loves money. He's got the money and he's got the girl. I'm he's like, you know, like I just wanted a little bit of finality. Like just something, something, All right. something final. It didn't bother. End. It didn't bother me, but all right. I just wanted something final. That's that's it. Something right. that that showed me the movie was coming now, to a close. All right. So wait, instead, wait, wait. it just ends. <laughs> Let's. We're gonna close. We're gonna close Leprechaun. Our discussion of Leprechaun with this. What if they made a newer Leprechaun movie where they get Scott and Tammy, and this entire time they've been getting hunted by the Leprechaun. And this one takes place back in Vegas. Because if, hey, listen, if we can make two Leprechaun in the Hoods, we can go back to Vegas. So, putting that out there, directors, let's make this Leprechaun 3 sequel. What do you say? Let's do it. You know what? We should I do love it. Let's that. get the money. <laughs> let's get the money together. Let's get a let's do a GoFundMe or something like that, a Kickstarter, <laughs> and try to get Leprechaun back in vegas <laughs> i mean let's be real here that's not out of the question <laughs> you think people are clamoring for a leprechaun I mean, 3 sequel <laughs> i mean like if i had like an extra 50 bucks just laying around like yeah if i if like this movie actually has a chance of getting made yeah i would throw 50 dollars to get fucking leprechaun 3 3 made again i'm sorry leprechaun 3 2 made again <laughs> <laughs> leprechaun 3 Part two, back in <laughs> Vegas. That's, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> let's let's uh let's try to make that happen, Dave. All right, done. What are you doing to <laughs> Most delightful lips. They'll get you some tips. But what about these? Are they big enough to please? Ah, what are you doing? <laughs> So that was Leprechaun 3. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Haunted Hangover. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. 
And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. And on behalf of the Haunted Hangover crew, we'd like to wish everybody a happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, guys.